and welcome to Meanwhile in the Falklands. Now, the twist in it is, we're not actually in the Falklands. Wow. No. And it's just us two sitting on a sofa in deepest, darkest Hampshire. Um, yeah, when Paula says just us two, it's a uh, hubby, Steve Phones. <laughs> not just some random bloke I found. And <laughs> yeah. said, come live with me. Just, just to be clear, although that could happen. Yeah. Um, so, yes, we're here in uh, Hampshire. We're both away at the moment, but... Um, poor old FITV, FITV Towers, it sounds like um, they're all being struck down by a cold. Yes, uh, Hannah and Kyle. Uh, I think Hannah was the uh, instigator of it all. And then Kyle. She's patient one, is she? Yeah, she's yeah, yeah, patient one. <laughs> and then uh, Kyle's patient two. Fortunately, uh, Ollie and Tom have not, as yet, nope, Touchwood got it. Um, Ollie's working his little socks off down there um, while they've both had some, I think both had some time off, haven't they? are just so so poorly so we said don't you worry we will sort it out we will do the podcast we'll step in we'll from hampshire step in from hampshire so um let's start with a hello to our regular listeners who have contacted me because not many of you do actually contact us and you need to engage with us um but hello to ben and hello to uh, emily and scott Scott, who's probably walking his dogs, because he said he, that's what he does when he listens to our podcast. Oh, really yeah. And Stephen, if you're still listening, um, because Stephen's very keen on sport, so we only do the sport for him, really. Okay, well, so, I'll make, make sure I include a little bit of sport later See, on. listener, if you engage with us, um, you would be able to say, can you talk more about such and such? And we go, yes, we will. Look at that. Anyway, let's talk about the elephant in the room, which is Coronavirus. Oh. Which is sweeping, uh, well, everywhere, really. I think I've just heard that there was, uh, there's been a case in the Cayman Islands. Um, so, yes, it's going out everywhere. But we're not going to talk about that because neither Steve or I are really qualified to talk about coronavirus, really, are we? No, not at all. Not no, at I'm all. not medically trained in any way, no. shape or form. All we can say is wash your hands, more uh, 20 seconds. Um, apparently, it's two verses of... Uh, God save the Queen, but my goodness, you must be uh, must be singing them at a pace. Yes, and to be fair, not everybody knows the second verse. No, but you do if you're in the Falklands. Yeah. Yes, because at every occasion where we sing the national anthem, for some reason, and I need to find out why, they always sing the second verse. Yeah. Uh, Thy choicest gifts in store on the forever poor something. Well, you, yes, you know more of it than I do. <laughs> but anyway, so hello to everyone, special hello. If you are self-isolating and you've been sitting there going, what can I do? I know, I'll download a podcast and look here's Meanwhile in the Falklands. Let's, yes. uh, yeah. let's download what that. Better, there's no better way of spending 25 yeah. to 30 minutes. Um, so, yeah, switch off the telly and listen to us and, um, and we'll tell you what you should be doing when you're self... Because we can tell you all about that, can't we, Steve? Can we? Well, no, I can. Okay. Okay. I am Hobby City, I am. Okay. Oh, yes, you are. Yes, you are um, in the uh, crochet, painting and painting. everything else. There's a painting on the go on the kitchen table, I tell you now, of, of uh, Pem- Kate Pembroke Lighthouse. I've got some crochet on the go. And more importantly, I've got a ukulele with me. Yes, I know you've got a ukulele with you. This ukulele does um, turn up uh, on most of our trips. Uh, it gets played very infrequently. Can and, I just and... tell you something else? No, what? I've ordered another one. What? <laughs> but it's, oh, completely, it's a completely different ukulele. Oh, well, that makes all the difference. 
In fact, it's a different one, a different type. Yes. Um, I came across a website called, um, they're called something like the Southern Ukulele Store. They're based in Bournemouth. And uh, the chaps there, they, they do some uh, videos that are on YouTube. And they've been most helpful with all my stupid questions that I've asked them over email and replied very promptly. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to be ordering a new... Yes, it's a smaller uh, one, yes. so it takes up less space. Okay, well, that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> so, that's yeah. on my things to do list. I have to say, when I see you sometimes, when you've got your um, uh, mobile spinning wheel on your back <laughs> and your ukulele in your hand, it's like watching somebody in the First World War going over the top. Yeah. But with a ukulele and a spinning yeah. wheel on the back. I'll tell you something, come the revolution, you'll be wanting people like me. Absolutely. I can entertain you and I can knit you a jumper, which you never wear, actually. Oh, don't, no, yeah. no, no, we're not, we're not go, no, we're not going down the jumper road. I knit him two jumpers, uh, listener, yes. and uh, one of them is actually with Thomas in Canada, because he took it. Really appreciative of And the other jumper. one is, I noticed, is folded up in the wardrobe. It is, and thank you, Hannah, for reminding my wife <laughs> several weeks ago of the whole jumper thing. I thought she'd forgotten. Yes, yes, and no, I had no, let's never forget those kind of things. Anyway, hobby-wise, um, let's talk about your hobbies, because I think you bought some... Uh, air, Airfix models, didn't you, in the sale at the West Store? Yes, I, um, this was quite. Falklands. This was a number of years ago. I'm not going to go too many years ago, but uh, the FIC, for some reason, um, bought a whole load of Airfix stuff, uh, and I, it didn't go quite as well as they expected. So at the point when it was a fifty percent off, is I, that what it was? It was. It's fifty percent off, and it was just too. Good a deal not yeah. to take up, really. I went and bought all the 1 in 24 scale models. Hey, that means nothing to me. Well, the people that are into FX will get that <laughs> and will be salivating right now. Okay. Um, again, I'm not saying how long ago, but to date, I am uh, still on the first one. Okay. Was that the pale blue paint that's on our kitchen table? Yes, yes. Well, mm. uh, yes, it's a... <laughs> Yes, it's a Messerschmitt 109F. Oh, okay. Why yeah. is it pale blue then? Um, because underneath, you paint it plainly pale blue, yeah. so that if you were looking from above, you wouldn't see, it wouldn't the outline of the plane wouldn't look oh. through the pale blue sky scene. Oh, things you yeah, learn on the things Camouflage, you learn basically. on the uh, meanwhile in yeah. the Falklands. Yes, podcast. and, and just uh, just to go on now, now you've started me <laughs> off. The nose of the Messerschmitt 109F was. Um, Yellow, and the reason it was yellow because it used to dive and attack in so out of the sun, okay. so it looked you know again camouflage. Lovely, right there. Mm. Things you that were has to have to hashtag things you didn't know about the Measure Smith 109. BF, actually, BF. okay, there you go. Um, if that tickle your fancy, uh, Stephen, as well as sport, I don't know, you know. Um, so anyway, we've been well. Let's do a little plug then for Airfix and Lego because poor old Stevie here um, could do with uh, bumping up his hobbies. Oh, good grief, yes. Yeah. We, um, on the Lego front, uh, we recently bought somebody a, a present with a Technic, Lego Technic, and it was Porsche 199. And there's over 500 parts, and it just looks awesome. Yeah. And I noticed when we, um, on the weekend, popped into Southampton West Quay, there there's is. a Lego shop. There it is. So I think a trip might <coughs> be necessary. Well, no one will be in town because everyone well, will be self-isolating. Yeah, so absolutely. 
we could go down there and, and you can see yes. if something tickles your fancy. Um, somebody, uh, one of the former <coughs> teachers in from the Falklands Primary School teachers who now is back in Bristol, um, her and her hubby bought the Hogwarts one and have been uh -huh. doing that over the last few months. Yes. So it, Lego, not just for children. No, not that. at all. Or just for Christmas. Definitely not. Um, anyway, so as I say, we will give you a big plug to the, to those people because send us some freebies. Um, oh, good grief! Yes, we if, want to be influenced. If Airfix really, and all Lego or both want us those freebies, they will be most welcome. Now, I don't want to rain on your bonfire, but FITV, meanwhile in the Falklands, has been plugging iPhones for goodness knows how long, um, and we've not had a sniff, not even uh, not even a whisper of anything. Okay, well you can so, keep trying. Um, we'll keep trying. And then Katie, when uh, if listeners of the podcast will remember, Katie, who used to work for FITV, is now in Australia. Um, she had a free watch centre. So does that make her an influencer? Because I, I took pictures of her out in um, Round and Round Stanley on Surf Yes, Bay. I remember that. Uh, I guess that does make her an that's influencer. Oh, yes. that's, well, that's nice. Um, anyway, we've been here in um, the UK for a little while, so we have missed all the action um, that has been happening in the Falklands. There have been conferences, well, more conferences than you can shake a stick at, I think. Uh, yes, it's been con it's it's the conference season. It's almost like a whole new season. Yeah. It's just sprung up out of nowhere. So, if you are uh, an organisation out there and you're going, you know, we need a nice, uh, unique place to have our conference. Come and have it in the Falklands. Yeah, absolutely. There's a. Uh, the Malvina House Hotel. Oh, let's give them a plug. Yes, we've got to give them a plug. <laughs> um, recently built 50-seat, uh, sorry, 57-seater cinema, which is also an auditorium. Yeah. Um, and also in there is a, like a, um, mm. uh, an events meeting room, which can probably hold about 24 people around the table and possibly 36 Sitting down, looking at the, uh, okay. the screen. It is a nice um, place. Yeah, and it and, and obviously the hotel rooms and everything like that. So, you know, with parties of up to say 50, 60 people, you know, with conferences, small, you know, small organisations that have got that number of people, Falklands is now a venue. Perfect. Come and see the penguins. Perfect. Perfect. Um, so, what worries me from a news point of view is that we've had all this, all this conferences and lots of news happening and things like that and then it will come to winter and it'll be completely dead so we've actually got a new person actually i'm going to talk about that in a minute we'll come back to the new person um because it's coming into winter all the do you think the park runs will still be going ahead or do they just don't oh care? yes uh, i don't think the park runs stop because of the weather no i mean it may take you a little longer if it's you know the wind's blowing but uh, no park run is um it's fantastic. We now have one in the Falklands. We it, do. Um, yeah. Runs to and from and the like lighthouse. And like a proper card carrying. Oh yes, card carrying. You know, everybody involved with car with park run will know what to do. Yeah. Um, I did my. F I've done two in the Falklands unofficially because I wasn't signed up, and then I signed up when I came here and did my first official one in Winchester, which was really good. There's over two hundred and fifty people, which is fantastic. Um, running through the soggy course because it's uh, obviously uh, you know quite wet and soggy here with the floods and it uh, was I, I yes it was very muddy I saw your feet afterwards yeah, yeah. but uh, the big thing was is because they they ask um, the tourists i.e the people that are not part of the local park run where they're from uh, and I put my hand up and said the Falklands 
um, they give this golden baton. Uh, there's 15 of them, I think, and they just so happen to have one at Winchester. Oh, wow. And they give it to the, the to the runner who's the furthest away from that local punk run with a view well, you to... Well, can't get much further than that, really. Well, can yeah, you? no, I, 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 no one from New Zealand at the time, or Australia. And um, so I'm going to take that back to the Falklands with me and pass it on to a tourist in the Falklands. Oh, wow. And, uh, to bring and, Well, I'll, they may not be from the, um, from the UK. They may be from somewhere else, But because mm. uh, parkrun is an international thing there. So parkrun's not the only sport that's um, on the Falklands at the moment. Last weekend, I believe, they did this massive MPC versus Stanley um, extravaganza. Now, last year, um, they did it over two days because Katie and Thomas covered it on the Saturday and then Hannah and I covered it on the Sunday um, but this year they only did one day but new sports in there including bouldering and uh, short mat bowls um, yeah. there is a if you look at our Facebook page FITV's Facebook page you'll see that there is a little snippet and a teaser that Ollie put together I know listener I know what you're going to say you're going to say the capital of the Falkland Islands is not Port Stanley Paula it's just Stanley and I know that and I will be telling young Ollie that when I get back to the Falklands. He's still new. He's still, in his, he's still new. He's still, still in his, new. Yeah. Um, but anyway, good old sports there. Now, um, a few weeks ago, I was in the UK and Steve was in the Falkland Islands. And you were umpiring a cricket game. Yes, and the... I get a phone call from you. Yes. From the middle of the, is it called the crease? Uh, yes, I was, it, was, it was in between overs. So uh, I took... Uh, no, I think it's actually in between innings. I'm going to say it was in between two innings. It was in between two innings. But, but that I makes knew it less Villa exciting. were playing, see, and it was like full time at that point. So I was desperate to find out what the result was. What the was. football score was, Steve's an mm-hmm. Aston Villa supporter. I don't know whether that is um, uh, good or bad for you, for you there, Stephen, because I know you're a big fan of football. Um, but we, he, so he called me. I got this phone call saying, can you find out the Villa score? Um, but Steve has made sure that all his family, that's that's me and the girls, uh, all have the BBC Sports app the on our The most important app <laughs> to put on your phone. Well, I don't, I'm going to disagree with you there because our youngest has actually got the rugby uh, app. So she gets updates on the rugby, the women's rugby and the under-21s rugby. That's fine. I mean, you know, that's... How that's proud a, are you of I, that? I'm, I'm very proud, but it's, it's a nice addition to the main event, which is the BBC Sports which app. Which is the BBC Sports app, yeah. Um, so we've all got those on. Here is a big... This is a lovely factoid for you, and for you, Stephen, actually, because I know you're a big sports fan. Um, Falkland Islands Cricket Club is undefeated in Jamaica. We are. Um, we went on a, in 2012, fantastic tour of the Caribbean, and we uh, are not the greatest of cricketers, but we were undefeated in Jamaica. Um, it's it should have been the front page. I would have put it on my news, front page. But um, the reason we were undefeated because it was all rained off. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. But it doesn't we matter. Were, no, it doesn't absolutely. Matter. It doesn't matter. You were undefeated no. in Jamaica. I, yes, and and that's for Craig Pace. Craig Pace will love that one. <laughs> I don't know whether he's a listener. He'll have to. Uh, he'll have to join in. Anyway, um, I sort of mentioned earlier that we've got a new person coming and we can now reveal who it is dun, dun, dun. because we have had all her paperwork back and have booked her flight it is Catherine and Catherine will be joining us um hopefully on our flight if we're still going yes uh you know all things 
being equal, twenty-fifth uh, of March, we the three of us should be travelling back to the Falklands. The Falklands. So I noticed um, actually this this week more. Um, there's quite a few people who've posted on the uh, there's well there's two Falkland Islands community boards. The Falkland Islands are Falkland Islands people are very keen on Facebook, and there are lots of things you can information you get about the Falklands by looking at Facebook. Um, and I noticed there were quite a few people saying about coming down to the Falklands and you know what it's what's it like and things like that. I would suggest to you guys if you're listening and you're just about to go down to the Falklands for a job or whatever is to look at the FITV uh, YouTube channel. We've got loads of articles on there and not only, it might, might not be something you're interested in, but certainly you can look in the background and you can see what it's like and, and all that kind of stuff and where things are um, and what's available. So it was, well, it's 10 years this year, isn't it, that we've been yes, um, yeah, in the Falklands? Uh, yes, it will be 10 years in November. I remember that day like it was yesterday. Oh, so uh, do I. So do I. So um, we left, our girls were, what, 11 and 12 or yeah, something like that, weren't they? Um, and we left the UK. Um, I remember it, I remember that evening very well because at that time the flights from Bryce were going like 3 o'clock in the morning or something like that. So we actually left our house that was completely and utterly empty at 11 o'clock at night in a taxi with 22 pieces of luggage and a six-foot Christmas tree. Yeah because I'd been told that you couldn't get Christmas trees in the Falklands. You can get Christmas trees in the yes. Falklands. Yes, no, no, Christmas has become more Christmassy yeah, each has. year we've I've been noticed, there, to be Yeah, I've noticed that. The first yeah. year we were there, it didn't feel Christmassy at all. And that wasn't just because it was summer and quite warm. Yeah. It just didn't feel very Christmassy. But the, thing, the things like um, the Christmas <clears throat> tree festival... Oh, um, Morris and Debbie have done is, a fabulous just job. phenomenal. You know, the, the the museum doing the lights, turning the lights on as yeah. well. Obviously, there's things like, the you know, the cathedral are, have really got into the carol concerts and things like that. Yeah. Um, so so yeah. it's, it feels much more Christmassy now than it did when yeah. we first arrived. Yeah. If you're listening to this, listener, and you, you've you got, a, a you know, a bucket full of spare cash that you want to get rid of, um, I highly recommend you donating it to the Seamfarer's Mission down in the Falkland Islands. Morris and Debbie do a absolute wonderful job. Um, with the facilities they've got and the things they organise, including yeah. the Christmas tree festival, um, is just absolutely marvellous. Um, so, what would you have liked to have known? What do you wish you'd known before you you went? Well, to I know that you particularly would have wanted to know that there was no pasteurised fresh milk on the island. Yeah, but if I'd known that, I might not have ever yeah. gone. Um, because uh, the, the dairy closed down just prior to us arriving. And I did have a little hissy fit, I'm not going to lie, uh, when we got to the Falklands and there was no fresh milk. So your options are UHT, yeah, um, uh, milk, which is obviously imported in, or uh, you can go for unpasteurised fresh milk. Straight from the... F- straight from the, uh, some of the local farms. Uh, there are no reported cases of any diseases like listeria in the Falklands, yeah. so... Uh, it's um, you know relatively uh, safer than the UK, I guess, for drinking that. Although I have and no TB, there's no, no TB. No, no TB. Um, so yeah, mm. a lot of people do have fresh milk and of course uh, fresh cream as well. Yes. Um, well, the flight's pretty long, isn't it? Yeah, I mean you've got to um, 
really the whole adventure of going to the Falklands starts at the airport if you're coming via RF Bryce Norton because yeah. that's an experience in itself yeah. and unlike any other most people will have experienced um, then you've got to be prepared to because of the generally because of the weather if the if the wind is blowing in the wrong direction it creates rotors over the airport and they uh, close the airport so, you, so you've got to be prepared for delays Yes. Uh, Let, let's just go back to um, before you actually set foot on that aeroplane. Catherine and anyone else who's going down to the Falklands for a lengthy piece of time, please, please make full and proper use of your luggage allowance. Because you get, if you're going to come and live, you get 54 kilos, don't you? You do. Uh, yes, you must do. Uh, the other thing is, is put a bikini or <laughs> swimming trunks in your carry-on because... If you do get delayed halfway, which is Cape Verde, they uh, tend to put you up in five-star resorts with swimming pools and you get a little bit of a yes. uh, sunbathing time. We haven't uh, no, personally we haven't. experienced that, but... Uh, <laughs> we know one, people one, who have. But one of our daughters has. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, the Falklands themselves, when you arrive in the Falklands, the thing that I think I noticed more, when because our girls were obviously at school, and one of them had cookery and they needed some an ingredient which I didn't have in the cupboard. And I said, oh, that's all right, I'll go to the shop before school. But of course, none of the shops open before nine o'clock. But do they now? I think they might uh, now. Yes, a uh, um, couple of them do. They, they open up um, at least eight, maybe, maybe earlier, but at least eight o'clock yeah. um, uh, on some of the weekdays and, and I think the Saturday as well. But, you, you know, it, it, I mean, to be fair, it's... Stanley in particular with the Falkland Islands in general has, has um, progressed quite a lot in the 10 years that we've been there. I mean, you know, the amount of um, or selection of produce that you've now mm. got compared to when we first went there is, I mean, is, is, is leaps and bounds ahead. I mm. mean, you know, um, I noticed the other week there was uh, escargot and snails. Frozen. Yes, of course. <laughs> But uh, that's not something that yeah. I was expecting to see in the in the Falklands. In the Falklands, uh, right. yeah, exactly. So um, no, so you know, the, the, it's come on leaps and bounds. Um, you know, again, when we first got there, you'd probably say half the things on on the shelf were out of um, best before date. They were, yes, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, um, whereas not now, so much now. No, you you get some items, but it's it it really is a rare occurrence now. Yeah. Um, so the logistics chain has improved as well. Um, so yeah, no, it's it, you know, and with the new flight as well coming in via yeah. Brazil, that's that's improved things as well. But um, ladies, I I will have to say, and gents for that matter, I would say the one thing that you will find very difficult to get hold of if not nigh on impossible, is black mascara. Because they, there's only one place you can buy make- makeup from um, and they don't tend to restock as quickly as perhaps we would like. Yes. So that's one thing, Catherine and any other one person who's listening who wears that kind of stuff, including me, actually, um, make sure you bring some black mascara with you because you... Yes. Uh, and ladies' sanitary items as well. Now, I can get on a big soapbox and moan about this for quite some time. I don't know whether you want that, really, but... Um, ladies sanitary items um, you, obviously you can get them there um, they may not be the products that you normally get um, but um, and I took a photograph of it one day in one of the supermarkets they had 19, no word of a lie 19 different types of panty liners yes nobody needs that 
Nobody needs that. Nobody needs that. Well, to, to be honest, you do. This is sort of a hobby horse of you because <laughs> I, I do remember back in I think it was 1993 when uh, the local candidate for the Lib Dem came round canvassing, and he asked you uh, whether there's anything you could do uh, or he could do for you, and you said yes, abolish VAT on Lady Sanitary Actions. And strangely They've enough... They've just done it. 27 years later... It's only taken them 27 yeah, and, years to you do know, it. And if you want to follow the hashtag... Um, no, you can't say it. OK. <laughs> Damn Let me it. Just pre- no, you can't say that either. Good grief, we've got people who listen in America. You oh, can't dear. say that kind of thing. Okay. Um, anyway, that's come to the end of the list that I had of things we were going to um, oh, talk about. Oh, what I meant to say to you before I forget... What? Have you said... Uh, Newspapers, yeah, because obviously we're, we, you get a daily newspaper now in the UK, which is obviously something in the Falklands you get on a weekly basis. Yeah. But I was reading the newspaper today about um, uh, this company that um, were doing research on s- sleep and they wanted somebody to um, basically be paid to sleep. Is this a real thing? Well, it's, it's, it's got to be a dream job, hasn't it? Oh, my... Oh, for goodness sake, Steve. Do you know what? As I was going, and that's the end of the podcast, I was thinking, we've got through this whole podcast without any dad jokes whatsoever. And then you go and blindside me right at the very end. For goodness sake. I'm sorry. Sorry, listener. I, I tried my best. We had a long chat before we started this. I told him not to do it. And, well... It might just be me on my own next next week. Um, anyway, if you were um, offended by anything that was in this podcast, then I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, tune in next week. Bye. Bye.